Thank you for joining us today at River City Church, a church living in love. If you have a prayer need, would like to speak to a pastor, or have questions about today's message, please email us at info at rivercitysmyrna.com. For more information or to give to the ministries of River City Church, please visit our website at rivercitysmyrna.com. We hope you are encouraged by today's message. God This week, I really, I'm going to just give you a quick tidbit of what's going on. This past Tuesday night, I was overwhelmed. Literally, I started having these feelings of, I really honestly couldn't put my finger on it. I knew it wasn't natural. There was no like weird elephant in the room, literally, no spiritual thing like God showed me a triangle and it meant like the universe, none of that stuff, but like I felt this overwhelming burden. I've never honestly felt it before. I've never had God do this to me before. And I started weeping. And I talked to Sarah about it. And I was like, I don't really know what this is. Like, I woke up the next day. I had it. I was like carrying this weight, this weight. And I was like, God, what is going on? Um, It was really moving to me. Um, And so I felt like it was confirmed through two different people that... This could freak people out, but that's why we're here, right? We're here to freak people out, correct? No? Oh. Um, That the Holy Spirit is grieving, and um, he's grieving because, and he gave me a picture. I got this picture of a bedroom that was completely dark, and the Holy Spirit's in the corner. And the Holy Spirit is wanting to be involved and it, it, like the best I can paint the picture is he was like crunched down in the corner, all right? Like, and he was like, I, and I instantly knew we're, he's not going to be allowed to do anything, or she, he, she, he's not going to be allowed to do anything that he's not asked to do, um, and that it represented our lives. And the picture was in our church, in our lives, that in a lot of our lives, the Holy Spirit's over here like... <laughs> I would really love to be involved in this. I would really love to be in the center of your life. I'm having to stay over here. And then I, this morning, through prayer, um, I saw when, I think Rachel was praying, the Holy Spirit was invited into the center, and I almost like saw a floral pattern, and it was like life came. 
And it was like, this is why you want me involved. I'm going to clear up for you really quick. To me, when the Holy Spirit involved does not mean, and you all, most of you that know me, does not mean you're allowed to get super loud and it becomes about you and they let the Holy Spirit move there. Like that voice is just childish to me. Like it's just childish. The Holy Spirit is the gifts, but we're able to judge people by their what? The Holy Spirit is self-control. It's patience. It's long-suffering. It's these things that aren't. And so I feel like um, he's wanting in, like, your life, our lives. He's wanting to be invited in. And he's wanting to be the person who brings you from fear to faith. He's wanting to be the one who says, I understand what you're going through, and I want to help you. And he'll stay over there as long as you want him, though. Does that make sense? Because he's a gentleman, right? Like, even some of the songs we sing sometimes, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I understand being filled with the Holy Spirit, and that's a beautiful thing, and it means fullness. And when that happened, the gospel spread. It's beautiful. But particularly in the issue of self-control, I feel like God is speaking to us. Self-control not as an end, but self-control as a tool to help the gospel go. We need wise people who are self-controlled carrying this message. Right? We don't just need bold people. Like, bold people can also do a lot of terrible things. One person, Hitler, I don't know if you've heard of him. Have you heard of Hitler? Extremely bold. Boldness in itself is not the answer, right? Boldness, wisdom, self-control. The people I want to be with and learn from know how to control themselves, even at their peril in my idiocracy. Does that make sense? I think I just threw that. I don't even know if that made sense to me. But that, like, you tweet that. Somebody would probably be like, I get it. Have them tweet me what it means, though. So here's why I'm saying this. Um, I'm, I'm actually not, I've got this message prepared from Romans 4. I've got a message that is f from the heart of God, I feel like, for our community. Um, I feel like I'm supposed to do something different today. So those of you who are like, he didn't preach the word. This, we live the word, and it's not just about that. I understand that. Um, I could get on like 11 soapboxes. What should I do? What should I, you tell me what I do. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Because a friend of mine came, a family member, and we prayed, I also started to realize, I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying to me, there are other people who need healing in their families and in their children, and that we need to take advantage of this moment for that. And also, today is a day where we want to share with you our new pots. So we're going to do it in this order. I'm going to have Sarah come up. We're going to read to you these pots. We're going to do some prayer together, and then we're going to pray for anyone else in this room that needs any form or type of healing, specifically children. And I already know of one that I would love to pray for, not up here, but in little pockets. Is that okay with everybody? Okay. So here's what we're going to do. So if you guys don't know us very well, we operate very slowly, and we ask for the, the guidance of the Holy Spirit, and we ask for the wisdom of the community of God that he's built around us. So when we do things like pots, the pots are the ways that we live these four things. These four things did not come out of a book about church planning this was through prayer and fasting for here, for right now in Smyrna, for you if you happen to be in this room. This is, this is what these four things are. These are lived out seasonally by these. We pray and we fast and we seek the Lord about what are you asking our community to do right now? So we, we do it with staff. We, go on, we went on a retreat. We prayed together in retreat. We listed our hearts. We asked, other, we asked you, do you remember the day we asked you, what should we be praying about? And all of that is compiled in this list of things. The last list that we did, 
all the prayers were answered. So give a high five to Jesus, but then add the other hand. So it's a clap. So we're going to, don't laugh at me like that. We wore church shirts yesterday and we didn't realize it. We're like, promoting. All right, so we're going we're gonna to jump through these really quickly. Sarah, if you want to hit diversity. Yeah. Um, okay, so our first pot. <laughs> don't hear that in church very often. Should we but... explain what pot is? <laughs> Prayer of the season. That's what pots stands Taken for. Taken from Revelation 5.8. <laughs> so, yeah, Josh got that verse sort of the last time, and we turned it into pots, which has become almost liturgical to us at River City. Um, but it's funny just saying pot. So. Yeah. <laughs> We pot. enjoy the pot, so. Yeah. Uh, okay. Pots. I don't know why I feel giggly, but I do. This is serious it's stuff. Probably the pot. <laughs> sorry. This is serious guys, business. I'm sorry. This is Forgive serious me. business. All right. Now, our first one, you guys have heard a bunch already, um, and it's a prayer for diversity. Um, and this has just been sort of evolving in the hearts of our community and our staff. Um, and we finally gave it language and we're finally beginning to have discussions. And, um, and this is just really wanting freedom and reconciliation and unity in our community and wanting our community to be a place where, um, it is like the kingdom, where you have differences in personality, in race, and socioeconomic status. Like we want to be a community where there is space for everyone, and everyone knows how to get along. So we typically gravitate to just people that are like us, and this really happens in churches. Like you have a church that's this, you have a church that's this, and we sort of want to defy that. We want to be rule breakers. We want to be a church that people really can't pin down. Like. Everyone's there. They really shouldn't be together, but they are, and they're unified, and they worship together. And so that's our heart, and that's one of our prayers for the season. Yeah, and the, and the passages there are all the passages we kind of extracted. This is the heart of God. Is it, does it line up with Scripture? It absolutely does. So that's for you to maybe read on your own. So number two is unity as we grow. Last week, just real quickly, I had to, we had to leave service really quickly, and we took off because, and I'm just going to give you this really short. About two months ago, I got a call from our network director that there's a church in your area that got a phone call from the church that has been really like housing them. A large church in each cob has been sending staff and money to keep this church alive, which is five miles from here. They were just told, we sold your church to Osborne High School, and your last Sunday will be the last Sunday of this month. So we were called because people were part of the network, and people heard about our heart for literally we had just put this together diversity and unity as we grow and I met with all the leadership which will no longer be a part of that church and yes last week we went 30 40 people at that church and got to tell them we might not be the perfect church for you but I have friends who are pastors and that have great communities if you don't like us then we'll take you there and but they're all coming so around 30 people to our church in two weeks to see if River City is the family for them we're their option we're their God option of we're not leaving these as spiritual orphans. So cool part about it is that the mother church that was helping this church gave us their bus that they go and pick up people for their church. And now they're going to pick up those people and bring them here and then also go to carriage house to pick up if anybody ever wants to come. So that's pretty cool. Amen. So, what? so in two weeks, when you see a group of people that are like, this is awful and weird, that's them. 
I just know that you'll love them well, though. Unity as we grow, we want to maintain kind of living in love. As we grow, God's making us or helping us to grow. So um, we know that uni unification is heaven. So people talk about what heaven is. I've said this before. There are no miracles in heaven. There's no need because there's perfect unity. There's John 17 lived out in heaven. As the Father is one with the Son and the Holy Spirit, so you become one. The picture of heaven, the best picture is unity. So, amen. Um, healthy participation. Really quickly. We want you to participate. So we have a ton of ministries. You have ideas about ministry. We'd love to hear them. Um, the best ministries we have are the ones that you came and said, God put this on our heart. That's how we got recovery group, night of healing prayer. We believe you're here to help. So we're asking that all of you serve somewhere. Amen. Like we, we need you really badly. You know, there's kids in there. There's night of healing prayer. There's open prayer night. There's worship team. There's so many things. And the rule in church is usually 20% of the people do what? 80% of the work, and it's, it's really, it's true, you know, and that's how people get burned out. One of my goals is to never burn people out. I lived in a burnout state, and I didn't want to do ministry, and I was ready to quit. I don't want any of you to ever do that. So that means everybody do, does a little bit, and it becomes awesome, right? Everything is awesome. It's just more fun that way, too. It's fun doing totally. this together. I, my, I'm most encouraged when I leave sort of like an event or a group or a gathering, and I like did it with people. So we we are just we want to do this with you guys. We want to be Christ in Smyrna with you. Yeah, and if your heart is saying, I will not do something right now, it's okay to like dabble in that. There's sometimes there's a good reason why not, and that's okay. If you need health, that happens first. We need you to become healthy, and that means maybe don't. But if it's just like a continued season of like I am never serving, like ew, you know, like that's different. Let's talk about it. Um, you have something in you for the community. So vision for spiritual formation, you want to do that one? So we're um, just praying about, so we use this word um, spiritual formation to talk about how we grow in Christ. Um, and we're not a programmatic church. So we're not going to say, here's our vision. Our vision is disciples making disciples. How can we set up 14 classes to make sure we're doing discipleship? That's just not our heart. That's not the way Jesus did it. And so we want to be formed by God. We want to be formed by the Holy Spirit. And that takes sort of listening to him and how he wants to do that in us. Um, and we just need some really good God ideas for what that looks like. Um, our heart is to do things that we don't typically see in churches, things like spiritual direction and th you know spiritual guidance and groups where people really grow and travel together. Um, and so we just need the heart of God for that. Um, and specifically for like, we have middle schoolers now. We have high schoolers, you know, we have families, women and men and children. And so really being attentive. So my heart is to be attentive to all the different people in our church and say, are they growing in Jesus? And how can we partner in that process? And so we just really want the heart of God for this season on that. Totally. Um, community transformation, Campbell High School, Carriage House. Pretty simple. We have... We had 50 young men in this room and some young women, like there's young women are starting to come too, that just come and we have a space that's, I think it's really sacred. It's loud. You come in, it's overwhelming to your senses, especially if you're my age or older. I'm, I'm older than I look. Um, and I know I still got it. No, <laughs> I really don't. That's why I can say that. So, so vision for that, like Campbell High School, we want to love these kids into community and into identity in Christ, right? So 
If you're just sitting on the sidelines like all week, like, what do I do? Jump into that. Carriage House Ministries. There's 13 people who have moved their life into an apartment complex. That is awesome. And there are, option, there are opportunities coming up for you to serve. When you hear about movie nights or events happening there or ways to serve, talk to the Rendezos. Rendezos, raise your hands. Talk to the Pintos. Jen Pintos in the back right there. We need people to love the community well. This is literally taking the gospel out of here. This is how we're doing it. We want you to be praying for that, right? I imagine like salvation's happening. I imagine 10 years from now there's a church inside Carriage House. I don't care that all of them come to our church. I want them to be a part of a church. Don't get me wrong. That's, we're not in there so they would all come to our church. I, I would love it if a church kind of cropped up in there, like a little house church or something. It's just awesome. So amen to that. I just have to say, too, that um, I would love for you guys to maybe make sort of a mental goal of visiting one of those two events at this time where we're praying. Like, I promise you want to see what happens in here on a Thursday night. It's crazy and so beautiful. And for those of you that come out and serve, thank you. Like, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. Volunteer for one of the events. Like, just go in that community. Just be with people. I promise you will leave receiving you will leave feeling filled up. So maybe just one or one of each to say, I'm just going to go visit. This is something that our church has bought into. I'm going to support it just by going to one thing and seeing what's happening. I cool. promise you will feel blessed by it. Quickly raise your hand if you've served in either one so far, last year or this year. Up high. Thank you guys so much. That's humbling. All right, so next steps. Um, this is the last one that we're going to pray. Uh, so we... Here's the long and short of it. When this other church starts coming here and when all of our people here, um, we have to have vision for things. You don't just walk in and things happen, right? Like, so we have to have vision for things going forward, for kids' ministry, for our heart and partnerships, for missions, all of it. Um, one of the most immediate things are things like part of the plan at the beginning of this year was we were going to take this wall and this wall out and make just a little bit more space. And at the beginning of the year, I heard God say to me, you don't worry about physical walls. You worry about spiritual walls. And after that, we decided to hire Jordan and Katie, and then we decided to do these two ministry things. And I, I didn't. I didn't worry about it because it cost money. It cost $12,000 to do that, which is, that's a lot of money. Raise your hand if you got that in your pocket. Hello. So, um, so part of this that we're believing for next steps is that God would provide what we need, right? We've never operated in debt. We have savings. We have staff that need to be brought more on. We need people to give. We preach one solid, hardcore generosity message a year. Hardcore. <laughs> generosity. Um, and God has always blessed us, but the reality is it's the same thing. 20% of the people usually do 80% of the work. That includes giving. Um, and I'm not, listen, I never know where to go when I talk about money because it's so awkward. Oh, well, elephant in the room. <laughs> but it is what it is. Like we, this church operates because you give. If your model is I don't need to give, then it's weird that you're even in the church because we don't exist if people don't give. Like we're not here. We don't like we do it, but I'm just digging a hole right now. <laughs> anyway, God has blessed us. But as we move forward, we want to pray with you that you would partner with us in prayer about financial um, making good decisions about the right time to hire people, about when should we take out walls, and is that even stupid to be talking about? Like somebody two weeks ago basically called and said, we're buying you 40 more chairs. You've noticed more chairs because somebody in this room is generous enough to say we saw a need and we're doing something about it. So thank you for that. That's awesome. Um, amen? Amen and amen. All right, cool. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to let you 
all raise your hand really quickly. When I read one, you tell me which one of these God is like, I'm, that's a prayer project for you. And it can be more than one. So raise your hand if you feel like God is stirring. We need to focus on diversity right now. Raise your hand. Amen. Okay. Number two, raise your hand if we need to focus on unity as we grow. Raise your hand if that's you right now. Awesome. That's me. Amen. Raise your hand if healthy participation and everyone coming together to serve as the body is on your heart right now. This will be interesting. Okay. Man, that would make me so happy. Okay. Vision for spiritual formation and how to develop and disciple. Raise your hand if that's you. All right. Amen. Community transformation and these things we're doing. Okay. If you're going to raise your hands for all of them. <laughs> now, for all of the nerds in the room, raise your hand if next steps are really important to you. Guys, come on. Thank you, sir. All right. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask you guys to, this is where it's going to get awkward. Is that okay with you guys? It doesn't matter if it's okay with you. It's about to happen. I'm sorry. Um, if you do not want to partner in a group, do not feel forced to. It's, if you're, especially if you're a guest, it's not, it's not about that. But whichever one of these that you felt like you connected with, I just want to spend a little bit of time praying about them together as the body. And so here's what we're going to do. If you happen to be one of those that wants diversity in this area over here, I'm going to ask that somebody take leadership and just push the chairs up after Rebecca moves. Just push the chairs up, okay? The second thing, unity as we grow. Back here, you can push the chairs away from the prayer wall. The third thing, which will be kind of in this back area, so you have to push the chairs up, healthy participation, okay? Right here. The fourth thing, right over here, vision for spiritual formation, again, push the chairs up. Right over here. The fifth thing, community transformation, over here, push the chairs up. The sixth thing, next steps, we'll do it right in this area. Does that make sense? Does everybody know where to go? Okay. So I'm going to pray real quick. Father, we just, we thank you that you definitely spoke and that as, as your sheep, we have heard you and we're moving forward. Now we know that if we don't carry this um, as a body, if it's just six of us trying to do this as the staff, it's really pointless. So as this body, we ask that you would let us unite like John 17 says, that we would carry this gospel, God. We are the vehicle in which the gospel goes forward. It is, we're not waiting on a awesome preacher. We're not waiting on one person. The body of Christ has everything it needs to take the gospel to the world. So we partner with you in this moment for these things, for this community that we have sought your face about, that we have waited patiently to hear from you, and that we have brought before people who are wise. We want to do these things well. We want to do these things together. Today we start that by praying. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So go to your area, and then if a staff member is in a group or, or an elder, just lead the prayer. Just, just real quickly, for those of you who are leaving that really would like any type of healing prayer, um, Ken and some of the other people are going to provide some people up here to pray with people. Um, but this is going to be the close, and you guys can stay in your group. So Father, I just pray that you'd go with us, before us, and be in us. In Jesus' name, we thank you for every good and perfect gift that comes from you, and even the hard times. As we go into our week, we pray that we would take you with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for joining us today, and please visit our website at rivercitysmyrna.com.